Welcome to That Sucks, everybody. <laughs> Presented by Handshake Media. How are you, young man? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Troy, my co-host, my lovely co-host, Troy. And I am Dan, the other co-host. Cool bananas. So what's news, Dan? It's been like, what, two weeks since we've recorded? Two weeks since we've been recorded. How's the core Just, treating you? Oh, you know, a bit of self-iso... I don't know, nothing. I've been doing nothing. I've been watching TV. That's it. What have you, How about you? What have you been watching? I've been watching... I finished The Ranch Ugh. on Netflix, which is like garbage TV, but I love it. Okay. And I also finished watching the season one of Avenue 5. You can just edit this and make it sound like seamless. Yeah. What's Avenue 5? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's cre- cre- uh, same creators as Veep. Um, oh, okay. I never it's like Hugh Laurie's up in space and everything goes shit wrong. Cool. It's marvelous. Um, what, what have you been watching? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Like, yeah. I feel kind of embarrassed about it, but it's just on. It's like- It's, ju- it's not just on. <laughs> when, okay, when we have the ability to stream whatever we want, whenever we want, Grey's Anatomy is never just, just on. The boss is watching Grey's Anatomy, and rather than, um, than go to a different room, I just, you know, have it on in the background. It's like sure thing. pretty hot garbage TV, but it wastes time, so that's okay. Um, yeah, exactly. And, what, and do you know what I, you know what I watched last night? Tell which me. is a nice little segue into this week's episode. Segui. The Tiger King and I, the Netflix after show for the acclaimed Netflix documentary series. And Have you seen it? Uh, yes, yeah, I watched show? it like a week ago. I watched it as soon as it came out. Wow. So that kind of leads us into this week's uh, what is episode. It? What, which, is it? what is it? Uh, tell me. I think that Tiger King, the documentary series, is complete trash, is garbage. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Yep. Tell me more. Well, I, I came to it slightly late, and I want to say slightly late because I watched it maybe two weeks after it came out, and everybody was raving about it. I, I was raving about it. Me, I told you about yeah, it. I, I told you about you it on this podcast. Like, I know, I know. Um, people were telling me that it was the best thing they've ever seen uh-huh. on Netflix and other ludicrous claims as such, and I finally watched it in one sitting, uh-huh. and it was just clunky and slow and boring, and the filmmakers didn't really explore areas they should they missed out a lot of stuff which we'll touch on in this podcast yeah the whole thing just kind of felt like a real tacky cheap production no doubt the characters within it are like very fascinating but the way the filmmakers brought everything together was just like a letdown you see the whole thing trash garbage in the bin pretty much yeah glorifies all these people that are pretty much monsters you reckon it glorifies Um, them yeah people are now like celebrating you know Joe Exotic is just not a good man, and people are oh, like, yeah. celebrating him. And like totally, even, but even if it's nobody it, came out of that documentary looking good. Nobody. Yeah, but people. Are, well, that's the thing, though. People are still celebrating him, regardless of the fact that he came out looking like, you know, a garbage man. <laughs> the garbage man can. I would say he's still in jail, and that's good. I think now there's been a few moments, like isolated incidents of people. You see that guy, like some guy asked Trump if he's going to free Joe Exotic. And there's like examples like that, that, yeah, that's kind of, uh, he did like that guy deserves to be in prison. Like, and they all said, even the, everyone on the, the Tiger King and I, they're all like, no, he should, he should be in jail. He should rot in jail. I don't believe he's being celebrated in a good way. They're just like, look at this fucking dirtbag piece of shit. But I don't know. Cause I was, um, you know, uh, Sarah and I are expecting a child in f- about five weeks Ooh. and I was looking for novelty baby outfits Yep, and there was like on this website, Redbubble, just hundreds of Tiger King designs that are like free uh, Joe Exotic and 
a lot of it's done sort of ironically, but there's a lot of people who are also, you know, going too far with the joke and they think he's great. And um, a lot of people actually had a go at Joel McHale who, for hosting the after show because he was like taking digs at Joe Exotic, even though, you know, he's human garbage, as I've already said. So I just think people are glorifying these pieces of human trash. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. I won't dis- look, I won't disagree that he's human trash. Are there petitions like free Joe Exotic? Oh, there would be, but they wouldn't have any merit to them, you know. If There's no way that if Brendan Dassey from Making a Murderer can't get out, yeah, like there's no way that Joe Exotic's getting out. So I think also, you know, so like we're, we're, we're debating the whether these people are good people or not. I don't so much have a problem with that, like the, you know. I don't think we're debating that at all. It's pretty much fact that they're not. Well, sure. Um, oh. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. I So, that's what I mean, that the documentary, uh, it focuses on these super interesting people, and that's why people are in love with the series. I think Tiger King is fascinating, like the the character Tiger, you know, Joe Exotic, but the series is just clunky, and there's stretches of it where you're like, what is all this? And yeah, it's just very poorly put together. See, I disagree. I really enjoyed it. Maybe because I didn't watch it in one hit like you did. I watched it over about three or four days. But I thought it was like, it was pretty interesting. Like you get to the end of of episode two and then it's like, oh, by the way, Carol Baskin killed her husband. And then the next episode is just entirely focused on that. And then you go to the next bit and there's like a whole Jeff Lowe section. I thought it was like reasonably put together. The clunkiness that you're talking about, I didn't really experience that. I think the reason it hits so hard and people maybe aren't finding it as, you know, clunky as they otherwise would given any other time is COVID-19 and people are, you know, watching things and on social media at the same time and talking about it. I think a lot of the reason it's become as big as it has is because of purely when it landed. Yeah, absolutely. It's the touchstone for this. The, the uh, oh, it's not the cultural touchstone maybe, but it's the pop culture touchstone for this moment in time. Uh, it was, it was perfect. Like it was the perfect thing to come out that everyone could rally around, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. And also I'd watched the, have you watched the Louis Theroux documentary I that includes Joe Exotic? don't know if I have. I don't think I've watched it. So, a lot of the, like, you know, this this guy's nuts. This is crazy that kind of draws you into it. You get a lot of that in the Louis Theroux documentary. So, for me, I kind of already knew who this guy was and how wacky everything is. So, that kind of edge had been taken off. And so, when I went into the documentary, I was like, oh, you know, what else is this? I guess, like, I don't purely think he's the focus of the show. I mean, he's not the focus of the show, but I didn't enjoy it just because of Joe Exotic, I thought the whole thing was just every... It's like, did you watch that movie um, Uncut Gems? Yeah. Where every 20 minutes, there's like a new moment where you go like, fuck, don't do that, Adam Sandler. What? Or, or don't pour coke in the fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like this documentary is like every 20 minutes, there's some like, oh, Doc Antle's got like three wives and then Carol Baskin's got that photo with her husband in like the dog suit. Yes. There's just like the outrage, like every every like little bit as the thing goes on, there's just more outrage. And I'm like, oh, it was just like, yeah, it's trash, but it's not like, I thought it was still well put together trash. It was entertaining trash. There's things they didn't, it felt like to me that the filmmakers were very self-serving in that like Doc Antle, that's a whole whole other thing. They didn't really ask people the right questions or grill them too hard. It more seemed like they were worried that if they did, they'd lose that person. Which also, uh, so Jeff Lowe, and I want to talk about this later as well, because this is this is hilarious. He did a, a Reddit AMA oh, yeah. um, at the end of last week. But he, in that, someone asked him, like, you know, how you approached for, 
you know, to be in the documentary. And um, he said, we were produced by the guys who made the show. They framed it as an expose on Carol Baskins. And to Carol, they said it was a warning against the dangers of keeping tigers. They misrepresented the show to everyone. Right. So the filmmakers kind of went into it, you know, they weren't really honest with the talent. They didn't deliver something that portrays the realities of something so simple as that isn't Joe Exotic singing. Why didn't they mention that? You know what I mean? Like, were they worried that he was going to crack the shits and not want them to I mean, do the documentary? Things like that. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't know that much about documentary filmmaking. I mean, by that, I mean, I know nothing about documentary filmmaking. Maybe that's a thing that some documentaries do to get that story. Cause like you, you never knew with this, this whole thing, they filmed over four or five years, right? Starting from 2015. Yeah. They had no idea that by 2019, Joe Exotic goes to prison for trying to kill Carol. I, I think it was like probably in their best interest to be vague about it like that, to try and get as much content and as much story. Like maybe it could have been uh, reduced from seven seven episodes. Like maybe, so. yeah, maybe five was, yeah. episodes. Maybe there was a bit of padding. Like I, I said, I still enjoyed it. But they they still got a pretty good narrative out of it with all these crazy people and I, I don't know. I thought like that was for that reason alone for the entertainment value. I thought like that was probably pretty clever. I, I'd assume that a lot of documentaries would have to go into it like that, not be transparent, you know, from the get go about the story that they're trying to tell, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You're wrong. Nah, <laughs> that's val- valid points. For me, it was, I definitely, after watching it, like it, for me to get through, it was a bit of a drag. Maybe again, because I watched all seven episodes in one sitting. I but, think that um, was a mistake. I'm a seasoned, but... I'm a seasoned TV watcher. So don't even oh, you've think about questioning before. that. I've watched at least one TVs. It, it, it wasn't until the, all the memes started coming through and I was like speaking with you about it on you know Facebook and things like that, that I really got kind of sucked into it. So I think a lot of it is just the people wanted something to talk about and something to... But the, the documentary as a whole, there was things, for example, um, so one of his ex-husbands, one of Joe's ex-husbands, Joe Finlay, mm-hmm. um, they filmed, you know, because he's got, in, in the doco, he has like no teeth. Yeah. But they filmed a bunch of, um, and they mentioned this in the after show, um, they filmed a bunch of stuff with him when he had his new teeth and they just chose to leave all that out. Right. Um, and even simple things like, so you know how there was that fire um, at the zoo? Yeah that burned down the alligator in- mm-hmm. enclosure. Did you know that those those alligators um, apparently belonged to Michael Jackson? They, they really? moved to the zoo from Neverland Ranch when it shut. Wow. So it's like things like that. Like, wouldn't you include those bits and pieces? Like, to me, that just suggests the whole thing was rushed or they weren't I'd, paying I don't, I don't agree with attention that. to it. I don't agree with that. Like, just because there's so much more information. Like, they put that thing about Shaq going and visiting the park. But that kind of worked in that moment, you know, but it, you don't need to include everything to make the story work. You know, you can you can trim some bit, bits out. Otherwise, like, but yeah, it's that's so easy just to be like, oh, yeah, some of these ty- some of these alligators were da 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 Like, it's so easy. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't agree that it's necessary to. Um, but what, what about like them including, you know, portraying it as if Joe is singing like that, that sort of thing? I didn't really care too much about that. You know, like it's, um, it's another, like, it's another gag to be like, look how dumb this guy is. There's plenty of those throughout the show. So what that, that's kind of what it is with a few of those things. Like what's, what do we need one more example of this guy just being a fucking idiot? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and you know what? It's so funny because, um, I, I always say this, but I'm a recording engineer. And so I watched the whole show and I thought to myself, like, man, Joe's got a pretty good voice. And I saw afterwards so many people like, oh, of course it's not his voice. It sounds so different to his talking voice. I'm like, man, 
I've heard some people that talk and sing in so differently. It didn't even cross my mind at first to be that that was a, a different singer. Maybe that's not a good indication of my ear for recording. Who knows? But maybe I should find a new producer. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But um, yeah, they were pretty. They were pretty catchy songs, you know. Like I kind of dug them. Pause, everybody. Dan had some mail delivered, so now we don't know what we're up to in the podcast. And I'm not going to stop it because then I have to resync the the audio tracks. And I'm not going to do that. I'm doing that once. Um, so I I guess where I'm coming from at sorry, fucking hell, Dan, you know, burp into the microphone as well. Do do you watch many sort of like documentaries or true crime things or any you know? That yeah, kind of I watch thing? a few of them. Like I don't do it all the time, but this was I, I jumped on this one because. As we said, it was kind of like everyone was watching it at once, so I didn't want to be left behind. And it seemed wacky, so I thought, oh, why not? Yeah. Maybe my problem is I'm approaching it from a true crime perspective and comparing it to things like The Jinx um, and The Staircase, which were, like, brilliant. Um, See, I would say, like, I liked both of those documentaries, but I thought The Fucking Staircase was so boring I thought it does stretch on a bit. Yeah, that was a but slog, th- man. That's that's in part, I guess. But that to me, that works because it's following the case for so many years. So the, what you know, you start to feel that sort of, you kind of start to feel tired, and you're like, oh, this is going on and on. But like that kind of reflects the reality of that case and how long it took and yeah. everyone involved with it. So I think that kind of works. But I think like my my problem with T- Tiger King the documentary is it just felt like it could have done more it could have been better given how long they were filming for and how long they had and what happened at the end of it um i just feel like it, it didn't quite resolve properly or they you know i mean so to me i think i i have more struck I have more, I have more problems with the filmmakers unreached potential i guess i don't know what to say i mean like i think first you're like oh it dragged on and now you're like it could have been longer so no no it could have been better not longer they could have you know what I mean? Like in everything I'm saying, where they missed this and they missed that, and what about this? They should have grilled these people more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought it was. I, I was pretty happy with the story that got later. I like that there was. I, I like that there could be a chapter two, not in necessarily documentary form, but to know that, like after the show comes out, Doc Antle's entire place gets raided. The Carol Baskin dead husband thing is being reopened by the Florida police. It's like. Well, all right. There's there might be more to this story in the future, but none of that ri- would have necessarily happened without the do- documentary happening in the first place. And you know what? Ugh, this is a really weird thing to say, but I hope that with the Carol stuff, in a way, I hope she did it just so that all this stuff, this poor woman, isn't getting traumatized for nothing. She seems yeah awful. You don't want her like entire life to be ruined from one documentary with like you know dozens of people going around just t- talking about how they he- she definitely killed her husband. So we'll see. You know. Maybe yeah, it was a plane crash and he was abducted by Colombians or whatever the fuck they said it was. I wonder what the legalities of going to someone like Carol and Doc and that and telling them different stories about what the documentary is going to be. Like if they had to sign anything that said like, we can use this footage for whatever the fuck we want. It probably is just um, that, man. Like it's probably just a release to use the interview. Not And look, they weren't tricked into saying anything. I don't, I'm like not that passionate about this show, by the way. Like the more I'm talking about, it, I feel like I'm really sticking up for it. I liked it. I'm never going to watch it again. Like, I don't care that much. But um, yeah, yeah. I just, I think it was... Well, see, that's, and to me, talking about it with you, I'm feeling the same thing where I'm like, 
I think the reason that I'm so an- not anti Tiger King, but oh yeah, fuck it, I'm anti Tiger King, is just because of how much other people are like building it up, and I'm like, it's not as good as people are saying. Like Scott, he's the guitarist in my band and worked with Troy before. He said it's the best thing he's seen on Netflix, and I was like, that's not a thing. Like, Come on. literally, name one better thing on Netflix from the last year. Shit's Creek. Yeah, but that's Canadian TV, so it's different. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I think, you know, like, and again, you're, you're kind of, I think we're both in the same boat where like, I have this very passionate opinion about how other people are building it up and saying, this is amazing. And this is great. And it's, it's just not as good as people are making out. And there's all this stuff they missed out. And yeah. I said, I'm never going to go back and rewatch this show. Like once was fine and I got it and I enjoyed it. And I can put it to bed. I, and what, like, I wasn't even screaming for that Joel McHale episode as well. I watched. I love it. him so much. You loved it. Yeah, I love how he was just so condescending to a lot of them. <laughs> oh yeah, like that, that was that was good. I, I, I yeah. thought it was, good. and he was like respectful though to so many of them. I saw a few people comment on how bad his hair was because you know he's had like like plugs or whatever. Yeah, it is. that's like without having the Hollywood hair department taking care of that situation. You know, the old DIY method wasn't quite as as successful, but he was still respectful to a lot of the workers that were at, that worked at the zoo. Like, he was just especially kind of shitty to, like, you know, that Rick Kirkman? Like, yeah, fuck yep. that guy. And Oh, that yeah, that, that guy is very, very self-serving. Yeah. He's one of the many people in that entire show that didn't come off great. And the Lowe's, like, Jeff and Lauren Lowe, like, yeah, they didn't come off so well. The campaign manager, he seemed okay. He didn't seem awful. See, okay, to me also, um, part so part of my problem with the documentary was things, and they mentioned this in the um, the after show was he wasn't provided like any counselling, um, yeah. anything like that. Um, Saf was misgendered. Um, they yeah. John McHale brought that up. They kept referring to Saf as um, she throughout. Yep. Um, so that a so the Saf thing is that's just very careless on the filmmaker's behalf. Yep. And not showing that his campaign or ex-campaign manager didn't receive counselling and is still struggling, that also is a pretty big thing to leave out. So, yeah, that, that, that's just two, two examples of, like, really important things. Like, things like singing, you know, um, not pointing out that, that they were MJ's alligators or it's him singing. Like, that's very trivial. But when there's bigger things like that that they kind of gloss over, then it's a bit like, eh. I still think let them tell the story they wanted to tell. I'm not, uh, I'm not that upset with, with that. But I know what you mean. Like, it's that stuff's important. But, again, like, going back... I. I, I'm glad I watched it and I'm, I'm glad you watched it because what you said about how you didn't necessarily like the documentary, but you liked the characters, the, the characters and you liked everything that else came out of it. I said to you several times, that's a show made for you because still like today you sent me Simpsons memes and it's like in the times that, that since you've watched the documentary, you've sent me like Tiger King memes every couple of days because it's just absurd. It's the moment in time that we're all responding to. And I think that's that's good. It was a good. It's a good thing for everything that's happening at the moment to have something so absurd take everybody's mind off what's happening in the world around us. I think it was. I think it was a good thing. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be remembered. It's not going to win any awards for being the greatest documentary series, but it was important. I think it was an an important thing. Yeah, actually, so that um, that reminds me um, and brings up another point about the longevity of this whole thing. So. Across the weekend, there was... Oh, I'll, I'll give you some context. Mm-hmm. Once, um, I th- guess, things started blowing up, the GW Zoo thought it would be a good idea to like sell off some items they they claimed belonged to Joe Exotic, like shirts and 
hats and you know things like that. Yep. Um, stuff he'd left behind when he bailed. So there was this guy called Vince Barron, and he picked up like a pretty notable pink sequin shirt, long sleeve shirt that uh, you probably I saw can throughout see it in the my mind right now. And so there was a Facebook fan group who sort of was saying, oh, and I think Joe has he has ties to all these fan groups from prison. That's like what I heard. Fans yeah, running things. Yeah. yeah. So one of these groups posted out saying, "No, it's a scam." Jeff and the GW Zoo are trying to make some quick cash, so that this this isn't legit. Um, but anyway, this guy, uh, Vincent, he put the shirt on eBay, mm-hmm. like up, up for auction, and there was heaps of coverage from like TMZ and a bunch of other websites. The auction ended across the weekend. Guess how much it, it went for? $60,000. Okay, well, that's this is going to disappoint you then. <laughs> it, it, it only went it only went for 10000 US dollars. All right, that's cool. How much did you but buy it for? I would have been next to nothing, wow. pretty cheap. But like its authenticity has been questioned. But regardless of the fact, if it's legit or not, someone's going to look back on that in 10 years from now and be like, why did I spend whatever that converts to in Australian dollars on yeah, but this, fuck this shirt? That's what you do. Like that's not, that's not limited oh. to this. You know, like <laughs> what? That's not li- limited, limited to one documentary. But that, but that just highlights how for the, the current bubble, like it's 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 in a bubble, um, and it's gonna yeah. burst. Oh, it's and that kind of highlights how ridiculous it is that somebody would in auction pay ten thousand US. But I think for like this shirt. you know, this week, this will be the last week of Tiger King, guaranteed. What? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it came that? out like four weeks ago now, and the life cycle of it is pretty much done. Like they had that last episode whatever it was a week, week and a half ago that came out. There's no more content out there. People are gonna move on to the next thing. Like it's it's pretty much done. But that spike, you know, we're, fl- we're flattening the curve. We're flattening the Tiger King curve right now. We, uh, or it has just naturally flattened. You and I aren't necessarily the type of people that are going to get so obsessed about a thing that we're going to blow $10,000 on a shirt. But that's going to happen with anything and everything. It's obviously peaking at the moment because the show is so fresh and everybody's talking about it. It's I, it you, almost, you don't blame the show for people spending their money. You, you kind of just blame society for having like fucking fanatics that go out and spend the money. You know, if it wasn't that shirt, they're going to spend 10 grand on something else. Yeah. Do you think like the reason it's so popular is because it blurs the lines between true crime and reality shows and just wacky entertainment? Like it doesn't really fit in any genre, right? It's just so outrageous that you've never seen anything like that before represented as real life. Uh, Someone online mentioned it's like, it, they're basically like a um, a Danny McBride character. That's what that's what Joe Exotic's <laughs> like. And you watch those shows, like you watch Eastbound and Down, and you go, "This is not real." You know, some this is a made up character. And then you see something like like Tiger King, you're like, "Oh, that type of personality exists in the South." And if you've yeah. grown up in the South and you've experienced that type of character and that type of uh, environment, so it, like shining a light on it and showing the reality of it, I think that's why. Part of the reason it's so uh, it became so big, you know, and I mean, again, that's why it's going to disappear very quickly. It's a shame that Funko didn't have a line of Tiger King pops ready to go from like <laughs> from the get go. They're going to have see th- they'll come out in six months and everyone will be over it, you know. See, also that that sort of thing going back to like if Funko did pops and all the the baby wear I talked about, yeah. all the you know quirky stuff, and you know, I I hope some of that money goes to the people that were featured in the documentary who actually need it or people or, you know, organizations or causes that sort of need that. And it's not just people, people kind of profiteering off of that. I mean, it, it will have to be though in a way, because like, as we said, there's, they're all horrible people in that show with the exception mm. of, I mean, by they're all horrible people. There's like 
the the main cast, shall we say, are horrible. Like you you wouldn't want to see Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Doc Antle, Jeff and Lauren Lowe, ja- what's that guy James with the haircut, the fat dude, the riding the jet ski. Oh, at the end, the guy yeah. riding the jet ski. <laughs> like you don't want to see any of them get anything. Uh, Rick Kirkman, like you don't want to see any of them uh, get financial benefits from this. Yeah, but I think the, a lot of the, other the people zoo workers zoo. and yeah, you're right. Like um, the MVP, I'm, I'm going to look up the um, what's his name, the guy with the long hair. There's like him. There's the the um, the other dude that's got no legs, Saf. Like there's a few of them that his campaign manager as well that just started the Patreon just for counselling. Like yeah, those people deserve to have some amount of reimbursement for the trauma that they went through. And and it was all brought out, you know, the fact that they're now getting stopped at Walmart and stuff. Yeah. They they deserve. I'm sure they wouldn't have been paid for the show. Like they would, they would have just been living their lives. But Eric, Eric, Eric is the uh, yeah, yeah. So the MVP of the whole thing. He deserves some of that money, and it's likely that's not going to happen because yeah, people are going to be America. Yeah, but hey, that's just how the world works, and that's that's the the bad yeah. side of pop culture. Although I will say, uh, while it appears that in the series Jeff Lowe kind of came out the victor and he has the park and everything like that. Yeah, the public have definitely turned on him and other people on the show because I mentioned before the the Reddit, the yeah. AMA that he did, and it went south pretty quickly. I bet. Um, so there was like almost 6,000 comments. <laughs> and he's got absolutely roasted. I'll read out a few of the best ones. Yeah, I'll go through like four or five of them now. Yeah, go on. So the first one. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) The second one, why do you dress like you went through a midlife crisis 10 years ago and got stuck there? Uh, The next one, why do you always have the self-satisfied grin of a man who just got away with fighting very quietly? Please answer immediately. Oh, that's good. Number four, is your wallet on a chain? (laughs) And this one was great. Hi, my main question is, did you marinate in a Ziploc bag overnight before this roasting? <laughs> nice. And, the, there's, and a lot of other stuff I can't really say. So yeah. go, look that Reddit, <laughs> go and look that Reddit AMA up and uh, have a great time for yourself. He deserves it. I'm working yeah. to say. And you said it. Probably, yeah. Very little self-awareness as well of how they must have come out from that. Like Carol Baskin, no one said a peep out of her, right? No, no, she did uh, an interview where she said she felt it was a terrible documentary and she's been receiving threats. And mm-hmm. so she has done a couple of uh, interviews since, but... She's not trying to capitalize on it, not trying to get paid for it. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what, what she's doing, but, um, I, you know, for her, seeing all those headlines, like new documentary series to investigate the, the disappearance of mm. her ex-husband probably isn't sitting too well with her and things like that. Because, like, regardless of whether or not she did it, uh, you know, that's just going to be hovering over her for years and years and years and years, especially if there's a new documentary coming out. And like you said before, like, if she's innocent, then that's a pretty terrible thing to happen. I mean, if she's innocent, that's the, the bad part about uh, the main, one of the main awful things about all forms of social media. People will gang up on anybody at the sign of uh, of a lynch mob, you know, like people want mm. want to do that. So- it's bad. Like it's it's very bad if it didn't happen. Um, it's equally bad if she did do it. So I guess we'll find out. You know, only time will tell. Yeah. Watch twenty twenty one Netflix documentary. Hopefully, the filmmakers will listen to this podcast and they'll be like, "Wow, he really made some great points about my life choices. I should really iron out the creases in this next one." Okay. Important question, Dan. Of all of the cast of Tiger King, who is yep. the most likely? to listen to this podcast 
Who is the most likely? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> what a question. I have no idea. Because you know that a bunch of them, they're Googling their names every day. That would, that's yeah, the exact type of personality. You know what? If we sell this with the right headline and we whack it, you know, Tiger King sucks and I, yeah, yeah. actually good point. If anyone from Tiger King or affiliated with family, friends, etc., listens to this, can you just uh, holler at us on socials, please? Yeah. That's very wishful thinking, but you never know. Rad. Well, I think I, that's probably our episode, hey? Yeah, I think so. Is there anything that you want to sort of plug that you've been watching this past week or something, you know, something more positive to yeah, let me think the about masses? It. Um, the, I, the hundreds of thousands of people that will listen. I guess I'll say that Grey's Anatomy is not as bad as I thought it would thought it was. It's not great, but it's pretty good trash TV, and that's probably it. What about you? Tell me something good. I started watching Vikings. Oh yeah, have you watched it before? I have not watched it before, and I'm I'm liking it. Okay, I'm liking it. How yeah. far in are you? About five or six episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my mum has been raving about it for years, and I'm halfway through season one thinking, what? Why does she like this? I mean, it's right up my alley, but- Did you watch Outlander? I, I did not. My mum loves Outlander. Yeah, I bet I know why. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk, talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> um, we'll do a whole episode on my mum's favorite Netflix series. So, that's it. So, what have we got? You got Grey's Anatomy. I got Vikings. I'm clearly the winner. Um, Any good music you're listening to? Uh, well, well, I love that you bring this up because my favorite track of the week's going to close the episode. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. It's you. It's you. It's you. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been a handshake media podcast by the name of that sucks with Good your boy. hosts. You got it right. I know. Uh, yeah, this is Troy. I'm Dan and you can head over to the podcasts.com.au for a whole slew of other great content. The green room with Neil Griffiths. The take, so much more. Head over there now, right now, after we finish this ep- this bit of the episode, the end bit. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next week or the week after or the week after that or sometime in the future. Maybe you'll be listening to this at a party where we force you to listen to it. Imagine listening to podcasts at a party, like at a house party. Just like, <laughs> Maybe that's why my 30th didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you just like rock into a house party and just like, yeah, got Fuck a car yeah. to be. And someone's fucking smashing like This American Life in the back. One person yeah. or a group? Oh, just a group, just like dancing. Could you dancing? Or maybe they're just sitting on the floor. Sitting. I think sitting makes more sense. Yeah. I think you can have one dancer and the rest of the people have to sit. Yeah. Wow, we are going fucking loopy in isolation, hey? Yep. It's a good pod. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to leave you with that image and uh, some fine, fine music from my boy, Troy. Actually, do you want to explain this before we let, let it go out? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I watched Tiger King and I, I just did a little cover of one of the songs because why not? And you know what sucked most about that is what? there's the lyrics unavailable online i had to like write them out wow so that took a lot of work like Did not you a lot of work. upload them for other people no, just, no it's on my laptop so you're part of the problem they're probably out there now though i reckon you could get his entire catalog on like lyric find or something like that on ultimateguitar.com. Yeah. <laughs> tabs at everything <laughs> all right here's, all right, well, here's uh, a song. enjoy this and we'll catch you guys soon bye bye <laughs> Stand
come back tomorrow What a beautiful cat Cause I saw a tiger Now I understand I saw a tiger The tiger saw a man Give him a phone Say bad war The Lord wants to ban me Every time they move, every time they breathe, I can feel their power, I can feel their heat. Cause I saw a tiger, now I understand. I saw a tiger, and the tiger saw a man. I saw a tiger. Now I understand Cause I saw a tiger And a tiger saw